Welcome to the Deep Dive, the Live Dive. We are back for a Round 9 preview. How are you, Mr. Smith? Good, Trent, buddy. How are you doing? Oh, Ewan doing very well. Ewan doing, well, mate. doing, Ewan, doing, Ewan yeah. doing. I am doing Ewan very well. Uh, we are going to devote the next hour to chatting through Round 9. Uh, a couple of things on the agenda, a bit of news, but mainly the Round 9, I reckon. Yeah, not as big a news week as well, the rest of the year so far, so hopefully we can just... Talk a little bit more about the games. Ideally, yeah. So AFL Deep Dive is an AFL podcast available every week. Uh, We do a review every sort of Sunday night and release it on a Monday, reviewing the previous round and running through all nine games in a sort of pretty in-depth level. Uh, We go over it for an hour, hour and a half even, and and really run through every game, every team, every play, tactics, and a whole bunch of other things. And this is kind of looking forward. So we do film the, the, the looking forward preview with Beyond the Games. So definitely check out Beyond the Games content as well. I'll put a link below. Um, for everyone listening on the audio. Um, massive thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service, hopstohome.com.au. I forgot again, so I've been doing this thing where I've, in my head I think I'll drop the promo code halfway through it so people listen to that. But you point. get to involve with the footy yeah, and forget and about the promo code. Promo so code it's, it is AFL Deep Dive. It's not much of a massive secret. No, it's not, you, you probably know, could work it out. Reese Palmer Shoe or something. That We should have made that the promo That would have been code. a good one, yeah. All right, next year we'll do a, do a Reese Palmer Shoe or something really like I'm choose. Uh, but yeah, uh, hopstone.com.au, AFL Deep Dive is the promo code. Uh, and that'll get you $20 off your first pack first pack yeah. your order so they come in 10s and 20s 10s and 20s craft beer to the door fresh craft beer uh, always in, always interesting um, stuff going on nice. they usually curate it was a bit weird <laughs> uh, usually curate it around the seasons yeah. so they're starting to get some more ambers and ducks starting to come in there but Lot still, of, quite, lot of IPA came, yeah, still, still, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say honest. it's balanced with IPAs and and, IPA. and, and IPA because yeah. apparently that's what a lot of craft uh, brewers are making at the moment. Well, yeah, our um, old mate producer in the corner has got a, a sour New England IPA, so he's uh, looks like he's enjoying it in the corner. He's there. enjoying it. Yeah, he's, he's the, hopefully he keeps everything going. With the, uh, I think it's about six percent. So we'll see how we go. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> Uh, no, massive thanks to Hops to Home, great sponsors of ours, yep. Australian-based company, small uh, company, getting craft beer fresh to the door and gathering stuff fresh from, from brew. And Absolutely. then as soon as the cans are ready, putting them into packs, so really fresh. Uh, so check them out. Uh, rate and review us as well. Um, we keep forgetting to say this on the preview as well, but if you can rate and review the podcast, that'd be fantastic on uh, iTunes particularly. Yep. It helps the analytics for everything else. Uh, it's not just listing numbers. They weigh it pretty heavily also to review. So if you can drop us a quick review, tell us to get stuff, but give us five stars. That'd yeah, be awesome. that'd be awesome. Uh, and really obviously, if you're watching, uh, join the conversation. Ask us, hit us up with any questions yeah. throughout the uh, the show. Yeah, makes, that's it. Makes it a bit more Comment, interesting. abuse, anything, throw it at us. Yeah. Good luck. We, do, we deal with it pretty we, well. I don't mind talking about it. We're yeah. happy to address them. Uh, so that's where we're at. Um, in terms of news, we do want to do a little bit of news uh, in our review, uh, we went pretty deep last um, earlier in the week. Uh, we obviously went through the rampy gate type ramp scenario, gate, yes. ramp gate, uh, with him climbing the post, and we we also discussed the Ablett Five type situation. There hasn't really been a lot of news since then, but I guess for the people that wanted sort of a, a really in depth listen to that, go back to that episode. Um, you know, you can find that on all, all podcasting platforms, but. I mean, for a brief thing around it. So the only thing that's kind of come out is we didn't know what the fine was going to be at the time when we spoke on, on Monday no. night. Um, so Ramby obviously got fined. Half of it, which has been like removed. So I don't know what... I, just, I still don't... Suspended? Yeah, suspended, yeah. yeah. But suspended till never, ever needs to be paid. So I just don't understand. And the NFL have been doing this for, for eons. I just, just give them the fine and make it the amount that you want them to pay right there and then. And none yeah. of this deferred stuff I'm just joking now the AFLPA come in and said it's too much and there's it's like the conspiracy that you brought up because there's nothing else going on in the world uh, football they're just like just drag this out like um, well, danger, mate. Can you make a yeah. fuss and just? We need some more news on this. Just drag it out as long as you can until Friday, because there's no football on Thursday. Something that has come out since we last spoke, and this is where I, um, you know, how there's some conspiracy theories where I think that the government or whatever is almost too stupid to have put that kind of level of uh, sophistication together. 
you know, certain ones where it's like, I don't think they were smart enough to have coordinated such an incredible plan. This is really like the AFL. Because obviously... Oh, they're like pinky in the brain type plans, aren't they? Well, <laughs> I mean, we spoke on the podcast just earlier this week around how, I mean, again, we kind of feel like the AFL is really another sort of amateur league again. That's another incident where, um, you know, we, we like to think that they're, you know, becoming a bit more of a growing, you know, serious world sport, but it's obviously so far away from that. Um, again... So not only did the AFL obviously handle that whole situation with Rampy extremely poorly, I mean, feel free to comment as to how you reckon they handled it well. I don't know how you could possibly look at it like that, but on top of handling it so poorly, it's come out now that Gillan McLaughlin... So he actually said on radio at one point that Rampy was not on the post when Myers took the kick, which is... Completely wrong, as we highlighted in the review. So the man yeah. who's running the show is mm. not actually watching the show that he's running. No, he hadn't seen the game. Wow. Or he didn't see the end of the game. Well, or he wasn't aware of what happened. Don't comment. How many PAs does he have? Not I'm, enough. I'm, well, like what's All their bozos on? and they don't know what's going on either. What's happening? Like, so he, so he hadn't seen the full incident, wasn't briefed across it. They had to show him at the radio station the footage and say, no, no, no. See the post? That's where old mate That's, is. Here's where the... Anyway, so... And it takes a little... Shocking. It takes like, a few seconds for the ball from where he was to reach the goal. So it's not where... He was on it heavily the whole absolutely, time. But I'm wondering where all these people just think, oh, well, I can't see the ball. He kicked it. Like, there's that many... Anyway, I'm like you. I just don't understand how anyone can argue that, A, he wasn't on the pole when he kicked it, which is irrespective anyway. If the, He was on it and he's shaking it. While the guy's lining up for goal, it's the same thing. Um, but ultimately, uh, yeah. Well, just... Adam Silver did a really good speech recently at South by Southwest, um, and he was asked a range of pretty uh, obtuse and random NBA questions, and he would have had to have seen the game to have been across what was being said, and there was not one trip up at all. In fact, he was probably more versed on that than most people would be in the press. Yeah. And it's shocking. Like just how far away the game is from being anywhere near that sort of stuff. Like yeah. it's really quite concerning when you've got someone that wasn't properly briefed on something like that. There was obviously going to be a big story, especially someone so, in his position that, that Gill is like at the top. So he should really have seen. If we that can watch the game, on. surely he can. Like, Absolutely, you would hope so. He's been. He's got paid- time to hang out with. B-grade celebrities from other parts of the world when they come over. So, anyway, anyway, so look, that that was that. Um, and, and we made our points, you know, known on the podcast earlier this week as well around, you know, if Essendon just missed finals, I think this is surely going to get brought up. Um, other codes would not have stood for this and allowed this oh, to happen. Oh, the NRL would have. Well, they're, they're, but they're more a of a basket case. case than I felt, let's be honest. But, you know, that's the bar set pretty low. <laughs> yeah, don't want to compete yourself. No, well, that's, yeah, that's opening another whole thing. But, mm. I mean, ultimately, yeah, it's it's pretty concerning that that, that, that can be handled so extremely poorly. And I was just, I could not believe that. I had to read it a couple of times that yeah, he, he didn't even know that, that, it, that it, the order in which it had taken place. So it, it, it came off like he hadn't seen the game. And, and someone just very quickly said, old mate climb post it happened sort of around the goal not like he didn't actually sit and look at the footage which seems unbelievable oh it's got a brief well why would you go on radio live i don't know anyway yes anyway so that's that's that i mean obviously the game i think it should have been overturned absolutely it's clearly in the rule books but you know this is the this is the game we're dealing with and um yeah i mean i guess do we want to touch a little bit briefly on ablett and fife getting off you know, Ablett particularly oh, again. I mean, I think we touched on it fairly ex- uh, substantially yeah. in, te- uh, in the actual um, podcast earlier on. So if you do want to hear our opinions on it, yeah, just jump onto your um, favorite podcast app. platform and app, and yeah, you'll hear us. We'd spend about 10 or 15 minutes talking about yeah. it. So I think, in brief, like pretty protected species. Well, and yeah, they're protected, and we knew this was ultimately what was oh, I would have bet my house that, that they weren't going to get suspended because yeah. the reality is if you're, that, a, if you're gonna, yeah. if you're in the conversation of Brownlow betting, then gotta you keep it interesting, pretty much get away with murder, yeah, exactly. And I, I'll, I'll, yeah, anyway, uh, so that's that. I don't really think, I mean. 
Sean Grigg retired during the week, uh, Premiership Ruckman for Richmond. Um, I was hearing three or four weeks ago that he was starting to be a bit better on track, but yeah, obviously, uh, obviously not even close. Like, yeah, I think a fairly uh, strong conversation was had. He's obviously still got, um, I think it's knee and ankle concerns. Yeah. With Nan Curvis going down and I Richmond think, yeah. and Richmond not having a space um, to enter the mid-season rookie draft. Well, that's, yeah. And look, I, I think this ultimately probably would have been Griggs final season because he's got these niggles that he just cannot probably. seem to shake. Probably a good call, very uh, team-oriented call. He's always come across as a fairly team-first uh, player and he's been oh, he's been good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss him. I thought it was, it was a really good uh, player to watch. Um, just went about about his game. He was never uh, a highlights real man. And I forgot just, he played for Carlton. I actually yeah, did set completely. Same. Well, well, Seven, eight, what was he? Forty games there and one hundred and seventy at Richmond's. Pretty I realised it's another good player they've lost. Yeah, another good another player one you can add to the list. Yeah, so yeah, yeah no, sad to see him leave, but obviously um, Richmond have got bigger bigger concerns trying to uh, find someone to help. Uh, apparently, there's a few in the draft. Um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a couple of options. So anyway, it, we'll I, wait, I, yeah, but a few people kind of said to us during the week, does it not seem a bit sudden for him to, um, you know, sort of retire at this point of the year? But it's because of the draft yeah. and, and this sort of, you know, period now where they can can try to get um, can try to get some talent in. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. I think let's head into the games. What do you reckon? Um, fair bit to discuss. Uh, I don't really think there's too much more news floating. Not around. news, not really. Not I mean. other than ins and outs. Like we, I don't think anyone thought Buddy was going to play. Oh, I certainly didn't. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, Devin, and De- I think it was Devin Smith <laughs> out for a, a fairly extended period of time now. Yeah, look. They're all stuff that we can talk about in each of the games. So. Yeah, there's no news outside of yeah player-related uh, ins and outs. That, Except that the AFL's only mildly smarter than the Knicks. That's only... Mildly, and that's being very generous at <laughs> the moment. That's extremely generous, yeah. yeah. Uh, hashtag silent. Uh, so, first game, uh, old mate West Coast Eagles versus the Melbourne Demons, 7th versus 15th. Uh, what do we think Friday night well ultimately two teams that had prelim rematch yeah two teams that were highly regarded at the start of the year both underperforming one more so than the other I'll I'll let you work that one out but it's pretty obvious which one that is Uh, I think West Coast will absolutely dominate Melbourne well the the only thing I shouldn't say absolute dominate because I haven't been convincing they haven't dominated anyone really no so convincing winners by about 18 points yeah, I think. Look, I think West Coast will win this game. I, it's I over just, there. Yeah, it's over there. I, I just Melbourne look terrible. And if you want to hear more about Melbourne, listen to the last um, ten or twelve episodes we've done so far this year. I, I, yeah, Melbourne look awful, and I have no confidence in them really at all. Uh, they should not really have won the last couple of games. They're extremely lucky against Hawthorne. Um, they yeah, Brad Brad Mead, Brad yeah. Brad Brad Breed did a Brad the last yeah. game. Uh, heavily, heavily, heavily. Um, I mean, when you when you have such a busted ass game against the Suns, and you finish it with a ridiculous poster, um, I mean, you fall over the ball, literally fall over fell the ball. over the ball to create a poster. Like it was the most spectacular, horrible ending to a game. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think West Coast probably by about five, six goals for me. I just think that they, I don't like. It's hard because at some point I think West Coast will sober up from the extreme drunkenness of the flag win and they'll go hang on a second and yeah. turn it up is it this week I don't know will it happen at all I don't know obviously but I, I you've got to tip West Coast surely I don't particularly with all the Melbournes out they've got so many injuries they actually do have a really bad injury list now yeah. it, is, it is starting to get to the point where that's starting to become almost an excuse as bad as they've been yeah absolutely it is I mean um, the good news I guess is Lever comes back through the VFL this week uh, or so the news would lead us to believe uh, but that's one that's one area that might be improved when he comes back. Uh, it's the other end of the ground. I think it's a bigger concern how they score. I mean, they're getting the ball in there a billion times compared to their opposition, and they just can't convert, obviously. Sam Wedelman was dropped because of form, and now he got an injury, so he's not even likely to play it. Potentially I think not a week or so, at least. And then test. Yeah, yeah. and then um, obviously... Um, Tom McDonald is while well, he got three or four goals over the weekend they were 
pretty easy. Well, two of them were a couple pretty easy, and then what he showed in that last few minutes of the game <laughs> was not convincing of uh, a forward yeah. in form. At I think all, so. for those journalists that wrote up that McDonald's it was back in form, uh, watched a different game to the one I saw. Well, they, saw, so they just read his stats, I reckon. They didn't watch the game. They saw that he kicked well, some goals, it's, took it's, some marks. It's alarming and... that in the modern era that you can read those stat, that stat line and think that that's a good result because it was shit-ass. Like, I, I think he's he is in terrible form. Oh, yeah, I, I disagree. No, no, no. Yeah, if you didn't actually watch the game, he just looked at his stats as a key forward. He was so lucky. To get, get any of those, yeah, absolutely. So I don't um, know. he's no, he's not informed. Like, he's in terrible. There's about three or four players informed for Melbourne, and and one of them is now out for a number of weeks in Melksham. Yeah, and Sorry. that's going to kill them. Offensively, I mean, look all over the ground, they look bad, but offensively, Melbourne look really bad. Yeah, really bad. Um, At least their mids are starting to be competitive against the opposition, and again, the this getting the ball. I'm not saying they're very good with it when they've got it, no, 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 yeah. um, but at least it's not going straight into the opposition's hands. Gorn's done no. to... They've still got a heap win. of insides yeah. and don't do anything no. with it. But yeah. Big concerns, big concerns, and Jack Lever can't fix that when he comes back. Well, at one point it was 59 insides to seven goals yeah. for seven. So, so that's a thing. I mean, Didn't they end up Gold with 66 with that Gold were very good defensively. Oh, they were yeah. great, yeah. And obviously they're going to only get better over the year. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, yeah, but Eagles look... Yeah, look, you know, I mean... Eagles look... Twenty percent better, which is going to be enough to win by about twenty points. Yeah, they got a few passengers in their side. I mean, I mean, I think Darling's definitely um, really back. terrible again. Yeah, gone back um, in time. In time, I think some of their players look pretty average, but at the same time, they've got so much polish throughout the ground. Yeah. I actually fine. think it'd be a good idea to drop Darling and give the freedom of, for Kennedy just to roam around that forward line by himself and or just even have a Pepe heap of yeah. a bit Put him in just Darling's role, yeah. possibly. I don't know. See what yeah. happens. But yeah, look. They, they've they've got a number of uh, key players still still out as well. West Coast uh, when they come back, I think they'll sit there and go, yeah, time to uh, actually get into second or third gear and maybe up to well, fourth they, and fifth. I think they're just biting out the season. As you, I think you mentioned it last I said week on the review. I so said, after the buy, they'll start yeah. to ramp. But as long know. as they're thereabouts, it's so hard to read. They are a hard team to read, but I think honestly, they know how long the season is, having gone the whole way last year. Yeah. So I think they, they really know how many more games you're going to need to win. But anyway, so that we both have been the Eagles by a bit, I reckon. I, I just don't yeah, see... At least, at least three goals. Somewhere between three and five goals. Be a real capitulation from the Eagles. And, and that's not beyond them. <clears throat> no, they've, they've shown that they go to sleep for at least a quarter. Well, against Freo, they really fell away for a long period of time. Yep. They've had a couple of games where they've fallen away completely. Brisbane, they fell asleep after quarter time. I mean, you just like... Yeah, yeah, this season, and there's a lot of teams that are sitting around. And I guess that's the one thing with Melbourne, because they do tend to get a lot of inside 50s, if all of a sudden their forward line clicks into year, geez, they could pile on goals really quickly. I'm not convinced that they will, but no. it only takes one game for it to click, and that can be the difference. So we'll wait and see. I, I can't see it happening. Not over there. West Coast, backline, Hearn, um, and the like. They'll, they'll, they'll snuff it out. Mm. And if Petrarchy goes forward and sort of degoes it like he's sort of threatened to do at times in his career, that would be good. But I, I don't, mm. I don't have the confidence that that's going to happen. No. Uh, next game, Saturday games: the Pies versus the Saints. Second versus twelfth. Pies have won their last five in a row. Saints lost their last three. Yeah, I think the wheels are definitely falling off at St Kilda. Their depth has been heavily tested already. Uh, it's pretty concerning when it's being tested extremely at round nine. Uh, but they have had a lot of serious injuries and they just don't have a great list anyway, even with everyone in. Um, what, what do we think? We think Pies were obviously a long way. Yeah, I guess, I mean, the Pies weren't convincing last week, but were able to show their absolute class by putting on 10 minutes of <clears throat> very good football and pressure football to really, um, excuse me, <clears throat> um, really put a gap between them and the Blues. And I think, They'll do a similar thing with the Saints, although I think it'll happen right in, at the start or in the first half. Either right away they'll get off to a five or six goal lead, mm. um, or in the second quarter they'll um, put a gap between, and then they'll just hold it, uh, hold it there. Uh, the Saints are pretty determined bunch. Um, obviously, got a lot of confidence out of the start of the year where they were very competitive and won a number of games that a lot of us didn't expect them to win. So I expect it to be. Competitive for three quarters, mm. but ultimately Collingwood will, will have um, 
periods here and there, five and ten minute bursts where they'll just put put on goals that um, the Saints won't be able to pull back. So I think again, Collingwood probably by thirty odd points. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I I think Collingwood by yeah forty odd. Yeah, I just think the Pies. This is this is yeah this is a game where they can really rev the engine and then also they can really aim to get some serious percentage as well. And once it opens up, um, I think you know they can really cut them up in a lot of ways. Then you know, in every respect, offensively, you know, defense and and the center, of the whole ground, they're so much better than the Saints. Yeah, absolutely. I think in really every respect. So I just don't see how this is not going to be a, a bit of a bloodbath. Yeah, and you would think Collingwood will really want to continue to put pressure on mm. Geelong at the top of the table and keep the rest of the pack behind them at, at bay, just having that little bit of breathing space. Too. Yeah, I mean they've got healthy percentage, but at the same time, it doesn't hurt to really. Um, you know, get another five, six, seven percent oh, right now would be would be pretty handy. Difference between having home ground advantage come finals yeah. and potentially not. I mean, look in terms of the Saints, I, I like the Saints. I think they've been good this year. Um, I know obviously they they look they you know they haven't really attracted much you know thing not not much really in terms of free agents. Um, you know, they a lot of their kids really haven't come along as, as best as you would have liked, and then they've got a lot of bad scenarios. You know, Dylan Robert and. Obviously, you know, McCartan, you know, a lot of, lot of scenarios yeah. that just haven't worked out. But, um, and that is what it is, you know. But that said, I think they've tried. I like that they've tried different things. Um, I, look, their, their accuracy, accuracy is still terrible at times. Uh, their ability to hit the side of a bone is, is really horrible. Yeah, and, but, they, and, yeah. They, and being so young and inexperienced. They've they tried, do, though. They go missing at points, and that's when really good sides go, yeah. all right, they're off the ball at the moment. Let's take advantage of that. But I've been super impressed by the yeah. Saints this year. They've, they've tried. They've tried. And I guess coming from what last year was for them... Uh, at least they're not getting the murdered. This is yeah. what you want from a, as a supporter and a, a fan of AFL. You just don't want to see... Murder. 60, 80, 100-point mm. blowouts to the same teams on regular basis. It's going to probably happen once or twice throughout the year. That's understandable. Some teams just get a roll on and some teams just uh, a, either blow a gasket or just have an off off night uh, or day, whatever it is. Yeah, it's, I think the other thing too they're is... They're competitive. It, yeah, they have. And it, I think also just something to say is it's it's really shown how much Geary is a bit of a barometer. Like, I think Geary's really copped it. A lot of people have sort of said, oh... Who and you know we we have given him a bit of stick as well at times, but I mean ultimately, like you pull him out of that team now, and they're a hell of a lot worse. Oh, absolutely, and that's shown when he's not there that their inability to stick with teams for long long enough to be in a position towards the end of the game to potentially win it is unbelievable, and being able to guide is he's a very good captain. I think it's definitely yeah, it's definitely shown that. So I think the Pies by probably 40-odd points, I yeah. thought. Yeah, I think it's a very comfortable win for the Pies. You would think so. I mean, hopefully they challenge. Hopefully they really stand up. Hopefully memory's on and, and you know, some of their sort of barometers are, are on and that at least becomes 20 or 30 points rather yeah, than they can keep it, Yeah, I was going to say, if they can keep it under four goals, uh, I think that'll be a fairly competitive game yeah. and a pretty entertaining game. I think if it starts to get a bit further, then obviously... As entertaining as Collingwood play, anyway, um, it the won't be torch. as yeah, it won't be as good of a spectacle for the those of us who are non-supporters but just love AFL. Exactly, uh, Brisbane versus the Adelaide Crows, fifth versus third. Brisbane losing their last game uh, down in Ballarat, uh, and then the Crows winning their last four. So we're starting to show something. We had a long conversation around the Crows in that you know we had a conversation: Are they back? I think they're a bit back. I don't think they're fully back. This is probably their first test that will really show how back they actually are. I yeah. think this is this is because I think Brisbane are a very good side and, and at home particularly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think this is this is their first proper test in in a while because they have had a couple of soft teams. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, a couple of soft teams and obviously got Port without so many well, yeah. so many key players, so many injuries. Uh, and they were awful the for the first half. Yeah, so look, look, I think this, on paper, this should be a very entertaining, hard-fought um, and ultimately close game. I don't think it's going to be. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I'm not convinced on Adelaide's ability to beat these teams that uh, have got a lot of outside run and pace, which the Lions have got in absolute spades now. And you would think that some of the players that last week were really down um, for the Lions 
will step up and back at home. I, I just think they're going to be too strong. And I think another fairly easy win. So you um, think Brisbane will beat Adelaide easily? Yeah. Wow. When I, so when I say easy, I'm, I'm thinking that three to four goal margin. Okay. I, th- I think it'll, it'll be a comfortable win. I shouldn't say easy, comfortable win. And yeah, I think they've got way too much pace. I think the, the outside run will really, really hurt Adelaide. I just can't see Adelaide's, although Adelaide's forward line's been Good for the last couple. Of well, Hemelberg's been fantastic. I, as we spoke about yeah. on the review, uh, you know, repeatedly on the podcast, I don't see how Hemelberg does not hold his place and Jenkins. Is, no, Jenkins. Is, see you later. Will get back in via an injury to someone else, and then he will get traded, and then he will get traded. I, I would not be surprised yeah. if that does happen. The one thing that I guess Adelaide. Uh, have shown and and which will be a good challenge for the lines mids and forwards is that back line at Adelaide is looking at like it used to. It's footy miserly. It looks yeah. really strong. They got some. Tali had his best game in a long time. Yeah, Atkins has been super consistent. Um, what's the uh, Keith has been Alex brilliant. Has been, been brilliant. So yeah. yeah, look, should be a good contest. But home ground advantage. I'm going with the Lions. Uh, by yeah, three goals. Okay, I'm really torn in this game because I, I see what you're saying and I like the argument. The only thing I think, I mean, I was thinking today, you know, uh, I, how out of form Rain has been. Um, you know, we had a situation last week where Hibwood kicked two goals, five. Uh, I know it was in Ballarat, mm. but also Rain has had been pretty average this year. Um, I know it's I'm, he's, you know, he's still a young player. I, I get it, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not totally convinced. I really do think the Crows could upset in this one. Uh, at this stage, I'm going to wait for the ins and the outs. So we're recording this on Wednesday night. I'm going to go with the Lions right now. Mm. But uh, I, yeah, I, I'm I'm not totally convinced on this one. I I, I think Adelaide are back-ish. I think they they're back, but I I, I don't think they are a, a, a top 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 side. But I think they're probably in that. They're definitely in that next rung. Yeah, which is where um, the Lions are as well, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. So, I, well, I reckon, the, yeah, I reckon the Lions probably in and amongst there, maybe slightly below, but in and around there. Right now, I'm going to go with Brisbane. But I, I really do... Um, yeah, look, I think, you know, McLuggage has been fantastic as well. There's a lot of upside. I, yeah. I really liked them. But then also, I, I thought the Crows have been good, but I haven't seen enough from them for me to be convinced they're going to upset here. They, they need to take a proper scalp. And this would be a good scalp. Yeah, if... Yeah, for me, if the Crows... Get over the line in this game. I'm I'm back on. Well, yeah. If they win this game, then it's it's way on. Yeah. Like this is as I said at the start. I I think if they win this game, it's extremely on. Yeah. I, I, so they're already sitting at third, so that'll cement them them their spot at third. And, and then if they, they get a lot of games, games just, yeah. yeah. If they win their home, it's gonna be hard for them not to finish top four. Surely then. they make the eight at least. Like yeah. a, a, that's the thing. Oh, top eight becomes almost a lock, and top four becomes very very realistic. It becomes a possibility. Yeah. Uh, next game, Geelong versus the Dogs. First versus 10th. Uh, Cats winning their last four. Obviously, they've only lost the one game to GWS by a kick. And then the uh, Doggies. Very interesting team, the Dogs. When they're sitting at 10th, they won their last two. Uh, beat Brisbane in Ballarat. Brisbane weren't great, though. Um, that's the thing. They've had a couple of wins where it's... The, the only one that I'm pretty convinced on was the Richmond win. Yeah, that was very good timing to have Brisbane in a rural... Yeah. rural like, if it had been Marble, very day. different game. Has it been at the G or the Gabba? Very different game. Well, the fixture's quite good. Yeah. yeah. So, I, look, they're playing much better. Uh, I'm not convinced. And, look, even though classic game between these two last time they met with... Uh, Every single bulldogs on the uh, on the mark before Harry Taylor sprayed it to the left. Yeah, and different, Ge- very different Geelong side. And that was a good been, game. Yeah, very good game, and it's been some like sixteen years that or was something before since the, the rules changed. Again. Yeah, sixteen years or something since the doggies have won down at the Cattery. So I think that, um, oh, that I think that re- I think that'll continue. Yeah, um, they are looking ruthless as Geelong, and big chance that. Jay Selwood will be back this week. You would assume so. Well, he was in, out, in, and then out again. So yeah, you would assume he comes back in. And Danger's looking like he's going to be back as well. Oh, but not back. Well, he might. For, they knows? might rest him. Who knows? Like I, Either way, I think that Cats... They won't good. lose even no. with that. That Kelly's their best player. Yeah, absolutely. I am deadly serious. Followed by Ablett. 
Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're the, the two, two best players. Yeah. Right now, factoring the... I know Dangerous had a very good season, but I think right now, they're the two best players. Yeah, and then you've got... Maybe um, Stewart? Duncan? It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. They've got some, yeah, they've got some top liners have, right along every, 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 every line. line. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. Cats by a long way. I, I think the dogs are a little bit... Um, not pretenders, but they're not... I just think that, yeah, I don't... I, I, I'm, I'm not convinced on them at all. Um, I don't think they've got the weapons to, to deal with the top sides. They're definitely a mid-rung side for me right now. Um, yeah, ultimately, last week they went into... Well, in many people's eyes, they went into that game as favourites because mm. of where it was being played. Um, but I agree with you. I thought that win against Richmond's really been the only convincing win, although they looked good against the undermanned Hawthorne when they beat the Hawks as well. Yeah, but I think, I think the concern for me is can they replicate that Richmond win repeatedly... You know, over and over again, I just don't. And there's heavy reliance on Norton again now. Like you can see, there's going to be this heavy reliance on him to be their go-to scorer, and he's so young. Yeah. Um. The Geelong defence. I mean, put name anyone in Geelong's back six to take him. They're going to pretty much make him null and void. Blixars will have first crack. Harry Taylor will get on you. Stewart will probably have a go. Um, Zach Tui probably have a like. Yeah, there's too too much versatility down in that back half of uh, Geelong's to uh, to warrant any um, threat that the doggies may possess. Which I, think so. I don't think they do. No, uh, Essendon Dockers thirteenth versus eighth. What do we think? Interesting game. Dockers Could this have, be the Dockers most have been good? Boring game for the round. Maybe I don't know. I don't know where this game's going to go. It could either be incredible or terrible. It's one of those games. I don't see it going down the middle. Yeah. Essendon have lost. Well, they both teams need a win. So Essendon have lost their last three. Dockers their last two. Um, Dockers were you know they haven't really been great the last couple of weeks in Essendon uh, as well. Definitely not getting on the winners board. I think they've been pretty disappointing again this year. Let's be honest. And Free have been a bit of a surprise because I thought they'd be thirteenth. So it's you know yeah it's, it's interesting. Um, but can Freo come to Marvel and win? I mean, geez, imagine that's that. the biggest that, question. Mark the heat on it. Well, that's it. The heat on Essendon. If they win that game, Freo. I mean, the heat becomes really, extremely hot. Yeah, it becomes uh, so hot that I don't think they can get out of hell. That that's where that that's how that's how hot they're going to be. Um, mm, dank territory. Yeah, very dank territory. <laughs> so I mean, they lose two key personnel for this game. Um, if you haven't heard the news, uh, Devin Smith's out injured, and yeah. obviously uh, Joe Watson out. Arazio, uh, Arazio. Fantasia, 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 Fanti. I give him a new name. Who knows? I go with but you know who we're talking about. He's out as well. Oh, so mate. yeah, uh, Melksham's out at Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah, exceptional player. So it's, I don't know. The dank, the dank curse. Who knows? Um, <laughs> well, that probably yeah. was ironically because yeah. he left. And then obviously, that. like this, everyone's. Some people are saying Joe's back. Who, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's really hard to tough be, one. Not convinced on either side. I'm, I'm going, going with I'm going with the dogs because it's at Marvel. If they lose this, I'm completely. I'm so off them. It's not line funny. right through. I already and want I, to be I don't off care, them now. And I yeah. don't care um, if they win games after here. I don't. I will not be convinced. So I can't see them losing this game, though. To be honest, I, yeah. Look, I want it'll to be close. Way off them. I I don't know. I just kind of want one more tip them. But this is the thing: it's top of game. Jesse Hogan could light up for the Dockers. It's the type of game that Russell and a win too. Backs mm. to the wall. Nobody backs us in. Essendon average Cob- best. Cobbler's got a cobble. You know <laughs> the way Ross talks about it. You know, it'd be hilarious. I could definitely see him pulling this one out, a rabbit out of a hat. I think. I think he's he- hilarious. Yeah, I think he probably needs to make some changes to the forward line structure. I don't think Marvel's the type of place where you want three key talls playing. That's just my opinion. So maybe oh, just... has got a cobble, though. No, maybe just have Jesse Hogan and just some mosquito fleeters mm. around and the other two bozos, can't think of their names. They can be dropped for the week. McCartney. And, and uh, Tabana. Uh, Tabana. Tabana's been a bit of a bust. They can't he's, drop he's, them both. Yeah, get rid of them both. No, we'll t- <laughs> uh, this is, It'd be funny as if you this is, a club. It, yeah, just little guys just running around, kicking goals from pockets. That's all you want at Marvel. You don't want these big... No, no, I think they... They will run into each other. I guarantee if all three of them play Tabana's, one of them, will be injured for like weeks afterwards. Tabata's the new Casbolt. I mean, he's either going to do something mind-blowing or something terrible. Take like a million marks and then kick it out of the fall. 
He does do that. <laughs> he does do it. I, I guess know. he get, at least he gets a couple of goals and he gets on a run. That's I'm, harsh to call him Caspold, I guess. Yeah, he's not he's not quite at that level. <laughs> Vickery, maybe. You know, <laughs> Yeah, look, we'll go to the Dons. Why not? Uh, roll the dice one more time. They can get stuffed if they lose this game, though. Absolutely right they can stuffed. go and get stuffed. They can go up the road, hop on a... Pl- well, it's not even up the road. They can More just wa- walk out their back door, hop mm. on a plane, and get See stuffed. See you later. You can go to Tasmania. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's... But look, it'd be hilarious if the Dockers win, and I kind of hope they do. Uh, it'd be very funny. It'd be hilarious. North, uh, Sydney, 17th versus 16th. Wow. Can you play those ladder positions? It's horrendous. North looking uh, pretty average and Sydney extremely lucky to have won that last game uh, given that the umpire was um, Old Spider-Gate. terrible. Um, but yeah, look, one win out of their last five, pretty average. Uh, I think this is unwatchable really. I mean, down nobody... Down at Blundstone Arena. It's down in Tassie. You'd think North. you just got to go North. They have won... 13 of 15 yeah, down there. Lose. So it's, they've got well, the uh, similar, lost, similar, yeah. similar record to the Hawks down in Tassie. So this is maybe they should just move there permanently. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm not convinced with Sydney and I'm going with the Roos in what Sydney should be awful. a fairly lackluster game. Yeah. Who knows? As long as there's eight people there to watch it, that's all that matters. Unfortunately, Sydney are just not a very good side, and, and particularly like they'll they'll be better. We we obviously were a bit positive on McCartan and Blakely, and you know elements of their team, but I I just yeah. Don't see it. I mean the the usual usual um, names: Kennedy, Parker, Papley. Heaney was down, but I mean he's he's been pretty good for most of the year. They they're just they're just not. The team that they once were, and that no. was always going to happen when you pretty much keep the same people for an eon. Mm. Hmm. So the ruse for me. Uh, Rue ruse. I can't get too me. excited about this game. I'll no, be I have no interest in this game. I think is if this is on television, I hope the TV breaks. I'm I'm going to go. If it doesn't, I'll have to damn watch it. I'm going to go with North. But surely this one's not. not tele- surely they televise Esser and Frio. Well, yeah. oh, it doesn't matter. We've got uh, got, got Kate Kate. anyway. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I don't. Yeah, look, I, I can't see how how North. This is the type of game Ben Brown could lose this eight game, goals in. Hopefully, hopefully something exciting like that happens because mm. there's not much of this app's terrible. It doesn't tell no. me anymore. Uh, I was going to look to see whether it was on seven or not. No, North, 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 North. Yeah. Uh, Port versus the Gold Coast. So we're into Sunday now, aren't we? Sunday games, eleventh versus fourteenth. This, this all both teams need a win. This all all of a sudden becomes an exciting this game. Is of not football. a very good round. No. let's be. <laughs> a lot Come of these on. games are pretty terrible. Uh, well, some look. One of these games will turn out amazing. I don't know which one it's going to be though. Hopefully, the next one we talk about. Hopefully, uh, so Port. Yeah, exactly. Port have uh, lost their last two, and the Suns have lost their last four. So, which... Suns should have beaten the Saints. They definitely should have beaten Melbourne. Yeah, out of those game. of those four losses, they've probably got robbed of two well, of them. Two, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And uh, they're just building, I guess, frustratingly for supporters and viewers alike. Uh, I can't, I can't see them upsetting Port. I I'd think love Port Adelaide. Would, oh, same. I'll be going with the Suns every week because it's hilarious. But I, I just don't see. I it. might just just to roll the dice for the rest of the year. Just Suns <laughs> week, week, week in week out. Nah, I'm going no, I'm going Port. Port Adelaide. Yeah, I think uh, their egos would have uh, been smashed uh, after last week, and they'll come back pretty red hot and uh, do a number on the Suns. I think they'll win pretty convincingly. Port for me, yeah. I, I mean, look, obviously they've got a lot of outs. They're still going to miss Robbie Gray. Uh, you know, bits and pieces of their side are obviously out still, but I'm, I'm, you got to go with Port. Yeah, surely it's at home. If it was. Up on the Gold Coast, I'd be I'd, well, I'd pick the Suns. You would, yeah. you love the Suns at home. At home, I think they're pretty hard to beat, as um, Melbourne showed. They got over the line, just. And Melbourne are terrible, so they can't be that that hard to beat. <laughs> the problem is good that, point. like, this good point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> the problem is that, like, offensively, you know, you've got Sexton that'll turn up one week, and then he's a busted ass the next. Right? Two Doesn't meter Peter does he, he comes in and out of games like they just don't have. If they had Tom, I, I know this sounds, you know, if they had Tom Lynch, I mean, they would probably be like a pretty good side. Like they'd be probably mm. like eleventh or even higher on the ladder. I tell you, if they had Stephen May, well, it wouldn't matter because he's injured. 
and he, you know, yeah, turned up, up fat to yeah. Um, any, but I mean, very impressed with uh, with uh, Mitz Wits. He's been very Mitz. good. Mitz. <laughs> oh, he's got Mitz. well, he's got a couple of big ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, been very very good in the ruck. Uh, probably probably top Hockey two. Mitz. Well, he's obviously not the best ruckman. That's Grundy by country mile. But he's in that conversation. Of who are the next? best two or four um, rucks because you've got Gorn, you Stanley, McAvoy, mm. him. I mean, uh, he's averaging like 40. I mean, he's massive, yeah. so... Harbrow's been all right this year. They've, in had, the ruck? they've had some... No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm joking. That'd be funny as <laughs> put him in the ruck because we're two foot tall. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's the ruck world. Uh, I thought we were moving on from ruck. Yeah, no, we it's have. pretty yeah. boring. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, we have. No, Harbrow has been very good. Oh, uh, look. I don't know. This is a really bad... <laughs> Let's be honest. It's not much to get excited about. There's some pretty terrible matchups. If this all goes one way, gee, the AFL's going to be pretty annoyed. I think the only thing that I think the only thing that AFL can hope for is uh, people actually rocking up to these games live rather than watching them on television or not giving a stuff at all. Because I agree, they're pretty average. Uh, yeah, on paper, they don't look great, but let's hope for a bit more than that. So we're both going with the Port Adelaide Power. Uh, yeah. Sunday afternoon game Richmond versus the Hawks surely this will be good 6th versus ninth. Hawthorne really need a win to try to sort of get a bit closer to the 8 and you know and sort of cement themselves a bit Richmond had a couple of miracle wins obviously this year um, oh look, look where, where do we go from here there's a lot to talk about I don't see... I don't know how yeah, to... Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know how to read this game. Obviously, a couple of outs for yeah. Richmond. Um, still don't get any of the key personnel that are out at the moment. Back. But both teams are being inconsistent. Yeah, you get... I mean, sorry, I take that back because you get... Um, Vlosten. Is it Vlosten? And possibly. Possibly back. Uh, Cochin could come back too. No, nah, he's like two or three weeks. Oh, is he, is he yeah, okay? That's yeah, I heard that. Right. Yeah, that's been confirmed. But yeah. yeah, it's pretty hard to get a read on either of these two teams. But... History would say that even though the margins haven't been necessarily close, it's been fairly competitive games of football over the last yeah. few years. I, so I, I think I, we'll get the same thing. It's at the G. Both teams are desperate to get a win. A for both of them to cement themselves in the eight Hawthorne out on percentage, and the Tigers are in there by game. Um, so should be a good game. Hopefully, get more than fourteen thousand people. You would expect. Um, something more around the 50, Yeah, three 60. people was no good. No, so uh, I think that's got a lot to do with uh, Hawthorne not playing so well and, and not too many GWS supporters in Melbourne, obviously. We've got but two, still, two of the three biggest. 70,000 members. Yeah, I know. Where were they? Uh, I think there was snow up in the Alps and they joined their Melbourne mates up there because nobody wants to watch Melbourne either. Embarrassing, yeah. That's you true. would think, though, with these two big <laughs> powerful clubs, there'd be 60,000 oh, plus. God, 60 is a minimum. Sure. Well, it's a Richmond home game, so... This game should get 70,000 plus. That, that's what it should get. It won't yeah. get. That would be... Although well, it's going to be nice weather. It's going to be 20 it? or something. So, okay. who knows? Hopefully it's a good game. And uh, uh, I'm going with the Tigs. I think I think Richmond have got enough polish to get it done. Um, I I get that Clarko was really good last week. Um, I thought that, and, and obviously the team executed his plan very well. They completely choked GWS. Um, goals from turnovers are at an all time high with the way the game is at the moment. And Clarko's method today is well. Don't ever lose the ball. Just hold it on. And on yeah. Hold it on and drag it out and grind it out. And it's horrible viewing, but um, he doesn't care. As long as he can, you know, yeah. win some games, he uh, does not care. So, yeah, he has, he has one vision, and that's four points. Yes. And after that? Until he gets a team back. So, yeah. I think ultimately that's all he's trying to do. So, he'll try and scratch the win out. But I think Hardwick, you know, having coached underneath him and, and knowing their game plan pretty heavily, surely he's going to be wise enough to, to that. Um, and I think they've got enough to break the lines, I think, yeah. Richmond. Yeah, look, oh, I'm going to wait till the ins and outs for this in particular. I think whichever team can stick to their style of play for the longest, and they're very different styles of play, obviously. Hawthorne like to control, uh, kick a mark, kick a mark, kick a mark. Richmond are a little bit more uh, manic, and they just want to play on and get the ball moving forward at, at all costs. So whichever team can A play to their style for the longest um, period of time and be as efficient as they can with their styles and to a lesser degree stop the opposition from doing it, I think will come out on top. Richmond have been a super impressive uh, once uh, inside 50. Again, not 
not quite to Geelong standard, but again, being fairly efficient. Hawthorne, not so. They're closer to the other end of the scale. They've been a bit like Melbourne at times. Yeah. Getting plenty of the inside 50s, but not converting it on the scoreboard, especially goals. So I think that's an area that they need to fix. So at the moment, I'm leaning towards Richmond for the same reasons that you brought up. Mm. Just a little bit more polish. Um their senior players are starting to... Well, it's more their back line. So their back line, doesn't matter who's in there. They're really well drilled. So it's Hawthorne's. But I think Richmond's forward half got... I don't, I don't see how they're going to stop Lynch. And if Lynch isn't kicking goals, Caddy's always been uh, very adept at uh, dealing with anyone who goes on him for Hawthorne, whether he's at Richmond or before that when he was at Geelong. So, yeah. At the moment, Tiggs for me too. In a close one, I reckon this is only going to be about 10 points. Anyway. Yeah, I think so too. And the last game of the round, Giants versus the Canton Blues. Canton losing the last three. Giants uh, bit up and down, obviously woeful last week against Hawthorne, but I think they definitely completely played into um, the way Clarko was playing. I don't think that's a, a, a enough. I've seen it. I think I, I think generally speaking, GWS have been pretty good this year. Last week, obviously, I think might be a bit of an aberration. I think, hopefully. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, big chance that they get lucky Whitfield and potentially Mumford back. So if they get Mumford and Whitfield back, Mumford obviously will um, cause enough headaches uh, against Cruiser and Lockie Whitfield. I mean, he he was obviously right there in the conversation of um, best player of the year at the start before he got injured. So he'll be a welcome return. He'll just bring some a much-needed run and class into that midfield, but also that ability to rotate a little bit more uh, with some of the other guys and have a break on the half-back line or in the half-forward line. So, yeah, GWS, pretty convincing for me, I think, against the Sun, uh, against the Blues, even though the Blues have been fairly good this year. Mm. But they have only got one Paddy Cripps, not two. And uh, they probably need two or three of him. Yeah, I think ideally. <laughs> I Yeah, look, I think... I. I'd love Carlton to win this game. I think this this would make the season really interesting uh, for GWS to get a loss at this time of the year as well. Would really start to open the top back to back five six up. Yeah, well, it would really start to open that top part of the eight to, from middle part of the eight to the top really like properly. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I don't think that's going to happen. You've got to back them at home, given how woeful they've been and how much pressure and, and criticism they've received. Um, you would think surely. If this was at the G, I'd be very tempted to go with the Blues. Blues have actually been okay, I think, all year. I think um, definitely there's going to be questions around uh, Brendan Bolton, without a doubt. Um, for me, you know, I think, you know, on paper, yes, it doesn't look fantastic. No. But I think they have been a bit better. They're definitely in a lot more games than they were last year. Last year, there were games. I think people forget just how... I mean, I know I know this year. is really bad, but that was really bad. Like, yeah, go this, back and look at some games. Oh, this it was ridiculous. Yeah, the only reason this year is really bad is because they haven't notched wins. Last year, it wasn't even getting close. Mm. They were getting belted week in week out they were getting absolutely smashed they were not competitive they played for 20 minutes in a game last week uh, last year sorry whereas yeah. this year they're probably playing for 40 to 60 yeah so at least that's the thing like they aren't they're, they're better they're in games a lot more which is not good enough no, I'm sure Carlton got fans win. think yeah. this is a joke and, and, and I'd be saying the same thing but at the same time yeah look I, I ultimately I think they've been better this is a huge test, though. I, I think That's even it. with with GWS is out, with you know Cameron obviously probably the informed forward this year having a really down day uh, last week. You'd think surely is they're going to come back and prove themselves. Back, so. Yeah. Um, so the Giants, we we both think surely uh, could be nasty. It could really. It could be, out. but it yeah. could. This is that year where it could be nasty. Carlton could win by a point. It's I, I think honestly, it's that crazy this year. Wow. That that would be that would make my weekend. If they It'd be hilarious if that happens. It'd be hilarious. Um, so, but I think by I think GWS by about forty. I well, it's just because it's up there. There's been some bizarre stuff all year, yep. and there's been a lot of times where we thought they'll def that team will definitely win, and they lose. So it's it's a bizarre year. But we think the Eagles over the Demons on Friday night. Yeah, not convinced with Melbourne. No, I think Melbourne have busted us. But again, like the Eagles have been pretty hard to yeah. sleep a lot of the time. It could be, too, that could so. be the game where they win by another point. Well, that's it. 
Uh, hopefully not. No, um, <laughs> Pies versus the Saints. Pies. Pies. Uh, Brisbane versus Adelaide. I'm going with the Lions and you're going with the Crows, aren't you, at this stage? I'm going with the Lions right now, oh, but okay. I'm very, tem- <laughs> very, very tempted to lock the Crows. Yeah. Someone's got someone's got to upset. Yeah, there's like got to be an upset When you somewhere. run through it, they're, they're, one of these teams is going to upset. I don't think the Dogs are going to win down at Geelong, so we both go on with Geelong. Yeah. Um, there's no real clear favourite in Essen. I think that, Rio, could, that could be it. No, I think... I think Draw. The, well, I think... I haven't looked at the odds, but... Ten I, all. Yeah, I, I would imagine that... that yeah, ten all, one all. Um, Ross would love that. On Essen and it, currently Essen and a favourites. Okay. Yeah, in terms pretty of betting, easy, yeah. but yeah. I, I think... I'm going the bomb race in I'll that go bomb race one more time. If they lose heavily in this game or even... Or, if they just, or even if they just crawl over the line in a f- miracle sort of a way, like... But that's how. But that's why I'm hand off of Melbourne God, now. Hand of God or something. Yeah. You know. It's such a shame that that just going backwards for a second that that prelim is, is just a busted ass. Like it's nowhere near what we thought. Start of the year was like, wow, that's gonna be an amazing Friday night game. Now it's like I almost don't care. No. Boring. Boring. Really. Yeah. I'll watch um, it. But... Well, we'll watch it. But yeah. it's frustrating that it's not more even. No. Um, and there's a lot of terrible teams running around at the moment. Lots. Uh, Don's uh, over the Dockers, but it'd be yep. hilarious if it goes the other way. And then North Sydney in an absolute terrible game on the Friday night. Uh, North. Oh, yeah, I'm not convinced. Flick a coin up I'm, in the air. And... Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm going with North because of where it's been played. Had it been in Melbourne, I probably would go with Sydney. I can't De- believe this is a cellar-dweller game, these two teams. Like, you can see North being bad, but, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, I thought Sydney would be... We predicted Sydney would miss the eight, but I didn't think they'd be this bad. No, not to a point where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can tip them. I would have been flipping the coin Still most tipping games. a bit here and there. Yeah, so... No, I'm not convinced with the Swans. I think they got over the line against a deplorable Essendon on the weekend. Um, North are starting to show a little bit of form without winning games, so I'm going with North. Richmond versus the Hawks. We go with the Tigs. Leaning towards the Tigs at this stage, yeah. yeah. Just going on form and positioning on ladder and stuff. Yeah, like and also with the knowledge base of, of the way. I don't think they're going to get pants like the Giants were, where they were completely no. unprepared for the kind of tactics that would come their way. Yeah, and they'd be able to deal with it anyway. And even if Hawthorne got up, it would just be uh, kick kick towards the end of the game. That's going to probably make the difference. Whoever can just get on top in the last sort of... Ten eight minutes or so. I think that's how close it's going to be. Uh, and then the Giants versus the Canton Blues. Well, before we go there, uh, Port Adelaide and Gold Coast. I oh, know it's not a we game. We did that, didn't we? No, we missed. we oh, talked. Sorry. Yeah, we talked about the other boring game on the Saturday night, and then we just oh, went. Oh, geez, sorry. We ran, we skipped over that completely. Well, pretty so- easy to skip over. It's Port Adelaide <laughs> and um, the Gold sorry. Coast. Sorry, two teams that Port haven't Gold been. Gold Coast. Sorry, I could have sworn we'd run through that Port. Port. Yeah. Quick, don't. Richmond. <laughs> Richmond. <laughs> yeah, Richmond over the Hawks. Uh, and then the Giants, Carlton. Giants. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we needed to call Dank before this episode, I think, to try and stay awake. Absolutely. Uh, massive <laughs> thanks to Hopster Home. That is the round. Try and stay awake through it. Uh, yeah. Rate and review us. Big thanks to Oh my Ed. He yeah. stayed awake. Just He's staying awake the just there. That yeah. big, definitely put him to sleep. Deep it's a comfortable chair too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening uh, to AFL Dead Dive and the watching review. us on That's Beyond it. the Game and check out all the other stuff that Beyond the Game TV do. All my does. Take care. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Enjoy the footy if you can. <laughs>